0: Jargon and Hubs with the 1220 Snubs, the podcast that only the informed Power Alley listeners choose.
1: Worst we've ever seen. You're kidding me. No.
0: First as in? In the history of numbers. Yeah, that's lower than I thought. Hello, it's another Jargon and Hubs and the 1220 Snubs. I'm Jimmy Johnson. I've got my buddy Eric Carlson with me for another round of Snubs from Power Alley. We've got maybe five for you this week, but first, hey Eric, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well, my friend. How are you? Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's good. It's good. Things are going great into our July 4th holiday tomorrow. I'm ready to ready to grill and get some burgers and dogs on the grill. But first I have to say, happy belated Canada Day to you.
1: Thank you very much. It was lovely. Uh, I guess it was on a Sunday, so we had the Monday off. Nice little long weekend in there. Uh, I got away myself up into the mountains, went to Banff,
0: and uh, had a nice lunch. It was my wife's birthday
1: over the weekend, too. So Beautiful. Life was good.
0: I know you've got history at Banff, uh, but that is a beautiful place that I have to get to. And If anyone listening to this podcast has not looked it up, B-A-N-F-F, it's fantastic. The pictures, pretty much every picture that you will ever see on Google images from there are going to be pictures that you want to be your background on your computer. Like that's your desktop picture. right? Yeah.
1: It's, it's spectacular. My wife and I got
0: married there in the winter. It was great. Yeah. It looked awesome. It definitely looked awesome. About as awesome as it was for the USA to beat the Brits again. We are celebrating July 4th. We won't get into that history, but we will talk about USA beaten England in women's soccer. Moving on to now the final that was huge I love it let's go USA I'll
1: pull for the uh, the US women's national team for sure on that one uh, because Canada's out I mean if Canada was in I, you know where my allegiances are but seeing as they're not I'm, I'm all aboard for the US uh, WNT
0: well, yeah. And you gotta be all aboard for the US playing some baseball in England especially after hearing some of the British calls and we're gonna get into that at number five
1: there's five sir that's five. Yes, sir. Number five. Number five. Launch Maverick on
0: alert five. Coming in at number five this week, it's Brits call baseball. And I absolutely love this as a premier league fan. I like watching international soccer on the weekends. And I love, I watch a lot of American sports. So I, I know a lot of American broadcasters. I'm used to that. And there's just something different about watching the premier league. Cause you get to taste a little in, international flavor, British flavor on sports. And, it was neat to go back. I watched the, uh, I watched a lot of this Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees series in London, but I watched the Fox call on Saturday, and I sadly watched the ESPN call on Sunday. Uh, uh, but after watching some of these YouTube clips and Twitter uh, clips. I wish I would have been able to watch the British version because this was fantastic. I I, I just love the, Didi has walloped the ball. He is box office. I mean, it's it's just fantastic.
1: I <laughs> they're just better announcers. I mean, I'm, apologies to your wife in advance and any Yankees fans that happen to listen to this podcast, but I will take that over John Sterling seven days a week, twice on Sunday. Like that was stellar it's a lot more animated it's a lot more fun um the, the biggest downside for me besides the actual games themselves which i thought were absolutely horrid no baseball game should end 17 to 13 that's a football score um not okay in my books but uh the announcing was top shelf it was fantastic uh just the, the calls the <laughs> the emotion in it uh, however i don't know who was who the pair was? I didn't catch the second guy's name. That doesn't sound British. He was terrible, and that just made the English announcer that much better. So I don't know if it was planned, if he was a plant. You know, just set the bar real low, uh, <laughs> and then it's just elevated.
0: I, I was really upset though. That when the Yankees went up six nothing, uh, they have a clip of that, and uh, the announcer is he does say the Yankees are up six to nothing. He doesn't say six nil. I was really. I was really hoping for that from that for that little soccer flare. I, I was expecting that that, and we only got to see clips. I wonder, was it? Is there a chance that whenever there was an error, did we hear an unlucky, unlucky? <laughs> that would have been. Uh, that would have made the difference for me.
1: I you couldn't we couldn't get this I didn't have a chance to check it out live so I'm just wondering now if 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 MLB.tv if the subscription there gets you the because you can go back and watch old games
0: yeah that's that would I might need to check that out I
1: wonder if it would I wonder if it would be that broadcast or the we'll have to go check it out we'll report back next time ladies and gentlemen on whether we have been successful in watching the entire game uh with the better broadcast.
0: Yeah, right now we're a little bit blind to the fact of whether or not uh, that happened, but we're going to stick to the blind topic right now and go to number four because there's a catcher who's doing something with his eyes closed, and it's pretty awesome.
1: Four! Uh, wait, you don't think I can remember four numbers? I didn't want salmon!
0: I said it four times! Coming in at number four this week, Adley Rutschman, my favorite catcher. You, If you've listened to this podcast, you know why. He's been on my fantasy team for a while. He threw a strike to second base with a blindfold on. Uh, is this the most talented catcher we've ever seen?
1: I mean, if he can do it in a game, sure. In practice, it's, it's a fun party trick. Uh, I mean, that said, I was trying to th- look at it and go, okay, I could probably still make the throw to second base distance wise. I couldn't throw, you know, a seed right to, uh, you know, it just short hop the, uh, the, whoever was standing at second base there. Couldn't do that. not going to claim that I could, but I I'm wondering if I would sail it into center field or if it would be to the right, to the left. I feel like I would probably slice my throw, so to speak, and probably throw it somewhere into short right field. How about you?
0: I was wondering if you're going to go the route of Hunter here and say you could do this. Uh, I thought that's where you were going there for a second. Well,
1: I I think that if we ever, you know, put together like a Power Alley Olympics, this would definitely be, you know, after car pushing, uh, this would definitely be in the running for an official event.
0: A blindfolded car pushing?
1: Well, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I mean, the whole thing now has to be blindfolded, right? Well,
0: I mean, just for Hunter, he would just want everybody else to be blindfolded so he can be like, look, guys, I'm doing it. It's moving. (laughs) it's just all honor (laughs) system right there (laughs) but what i'm wondering i thought you were about to go the route of hey i could do this but i was gonna say maybe you know adley apparently adley's he's apparently really talented and a good catcher so really is it anything for him to put a blindfold on to do this because what i what i'm about to get at is name something that you do really well around the house and if i put a blindfold on you would you still be able to do it for me like I'm, I play guitar. You put a blindfold on me. Guess what? I'm still going to be able to play guitar because I know where everything is. Uh, it's just he knows and he's been in that crouching catcher's position so many times and just knows how to throw a second base. So should we really be that impressed that he could do it blindfolded? <laughs>
1: well, yeah. I mean, just spatial awareness and stuff. I mean, I, I uh, had a concussion a little while ago. And one of the things that I had to do was stand on one foot and close my eyes and just touch my nose opposite hands and i just kept falling over <laughs> like i mean i was concussed on the one hand but it's a standard test that apparently doing that when you're not concussed is difficult enough as it is so uh, it's it's a tough thing
0: to do let's go into number three and we're gonna go blindly into this and you'll see why in a second because i am good at three things the three pretty good things <laughs> hey well, that last one's pretty cool what was the third one now, I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one going to be, huh? Coming in at number 3 this week is nothing. Uh we're going to skip this one. We've did it before. This is kind of in honor of the one time we accidentally skipped it and realized it after we finished. But also, we were I was on vacation last week. I didn't really get to listen to Power Alley and when looking over a lot of topics, I did some Google searches and I couldn't find out what they were about. We could have guessed, but eh, I decided to skip over it. So we have plenty more. Why did I keep this here? Well, I'm um, I'm a guy who likes all five of my stingers and I didn't want to cut one of them out. So we're going to keep them in this show. Let's move on to something that brings, Whoa! Whoa! Oh, go, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh,
1: well, you know what? Let's, I, I, I would like to personally, I would like to dedicate number three, uh, you know, to the balance of the universe for all the times that Jim Duquette has had, you know, nine on his top five i just feel like this is just giving back to the universe a little bit by
0: taking it out <laughs> by making sure we still have five on our five right exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> let's go on this number two
1: why you two orders colonel i should have got two two in the box
0: ready to go we be fast and baby slow wow Coming in at number two this week, it's Mike's Joy. That got snubbed because Mike's pain didn't get snubbed. But we're going to kind of spin this around and cheat a little (laughs) bit because we're going to go, what instead of Mike's Joy, we can't speak to Mike's Joy. Uh, We're not Mike. Uh, I'm Jimmy. That's Eric if you haven't met him yet. Uh, We can't speak to that. So we're going to speak to our joy, and our joy is Mike's pain. And Mike's pain was five straight walks. To lose a game, and this this was, I, I listened to them talk about this today on Power Alley, so I, I think we can talk about it a little bit more. I am absolutely blown away at the fact that this game was at 0-2 with two outs, like an 0-2 count with two outs, and they're down a run, and nobody's on base, and all they get is five straight walks to win it, that is... That is some kind of loss right there for the Diamondbacks. That takes a lot to lose. I, the, we talked about this before. I think we, I think you and I talked about walk off walks and how much I hate. Yeah. I, oh, actually, it wasn't walk off walks. It was bases loaded walks. We were talking about. There is yeah, nothing yeah. that irks me more, especially in that. It, you're, if you're gonna walk them, it's gonna be a run scored. Throw it down the plate. Give your fielders a chance. You've got seven guys behind you let them all have a chance to possibly catch it. If it goes out, it goes out, it's over. But if you just keep throwing balls, it's going to be over too. Nothing irks me more. And so Mike's pain, I feel Mike's pain because this pains me to have to talk about it.
1: Uh, That's a horrendous way to lose a ball game. I mean, every coach that I've had from the time I, you know, got past T-ball and pitching and walks were a thing, you know, you can't defense a walk. You can't defense a walk. Throw strikes, throw strikes, throw strikes. Now, obviously, you know, the major leagues, you know, you can't just pump them down the middle and hope for the best. Guys are going to put it over the fence. Um, But nibbling the edges and trying to be crafty about it, you know, at some point, you know, once you get probably back-to-back walks there, at least when you've got the bases loaded, you got to come to. This is an awful way to lose a baseball game. It's an awful way to play a baseball game. And if I was, you know, the manager, I would just be – absolutely beside myself um with a loss like that that's embarrassing
0: yeah definitely embarrassing and then on the other side another great comeback win for the dodgers they're just rolling they look so good they're gonna just continue to dominate that division another win in the books for them but i'm gonna guess that the ball that left the field and the winning ball didn't get painted up like bartolo Colon's balls in his game win how many game wins does he have 246 is that what he had he's had something like that well they'll maybe do some baseball reference search here in the little bit of a break we get while i throw out my stinger but i'm telling you right now bartolo clone does something really cool and we're gonna get to that at number one Coming in at number one, I teased it, and now we looked it up. I was uh, I was close. Two forty six was what tied the record. Two forty seven is what he's at right now. That's what he holds as the record. So two hundred and forty seven baseballs are have a whole bunch of different little artistic little paintings on them and whatnot. I had no clue that Bartolo Colon did this. I'm surprised this just came out now. It took him getting Instagram for us to find out that he does this really cool thing with the win with the winning baseballs.
1: I think it's fantastic. I mean. Hell, if you're a starter, you're going once every five days or so, what else are you going to do with your spare time besides arts and crafts? I mean, I think I've seen – Something uh, along the lines coming out of the Cleveland uh, pitching staff as well, doing up almost little voodoo doll baseball guys. Uh, I I recall seeing one of uh, Jose Ramirez in particular with his kind of iconic hair. Uh, But back to Bartolo, who's one of our favorite people, and I was super happy to see this tweet going, we could talk about Bart! We haven't talked about Bart forever. We had to talk about uh, El el Tortuga for... uh, Yeah, uh, I was actually...
0: uh, actually... uh, I was really scared though, because you tweeted at Power Alley to get this on the 1220 vote, and I was like, this is going to win. We won't even get a chance to talk about it. And thankfully it lost. <laughs> Thanks Diamondbacks. But yeah, no, that's great. We got to chat about it, but sorry, I had to just jump in there and say, I got really scared when you tweeted it. Cause I thought we weren't going to get to talk about it.
1: Or oh, as soon as I saw Mike's pain on there, I was like, everybody's going to vote for Mike's pain. And clearly <laughs> I was right in that count, but the, the artistry, it just looks like he's got a pack of markers sitting out in the bullpen or in the dugout or wherever he hangs out on his off days. And he's just doodling away on the base baseball. You know, it, it reminds me a little bit about, um, you know, when I played uh, up here, Pony League, Babe Ruth level, 13 years old playing baseball. Whenever a guy would hit a home run because it didn't happen a whole lot for us. Um, you know, everybody would kind of doodle on the ball and sign the ball for him. Um, you know, so it just it reminded me of that. I think it's fun. And, you know, we're fans of fun in baseball. So this is just more ways to have at it, more interesting things to do.
0: Now, if this is what he did for the 247 wins, I don't know if he got that home run ball back that he hit. But if he did, oh, what, the, so. what did what did he paint on that? Oh, that's that's. Mm, let's see. I mean, I, I, I just would love to see that one because I, I would put some. I think he would put some extra effort into that one for sure.
1: I feel like we need to uh, tweet at him or get at him on Instagram and ask him, or better yet, see if Power Alley can get him on to verify.
0: Yeah, I, maybe that's what we got to do. I'll, I, maybe we can you know, pull some strings and see if we get a hold of those guys. I don't know. Do you have any good contacts?
1: I don't know. I've got a few Twitter handles.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, me too. Me too. i got a few. Maybe we can make that work. <laughs> maybe we can think of a little bit more and talk about that as we speed on out. I feel the need, the need for speed. We're going to speed on out like we do every week. And this week, let's talk some All-Star Game because next Tuesday, we're going to have the All-Star Game. We're also going to have the Home Run Derby, I guess, in about... We're, we're doing this podcast like 20 minutes too early. We'd find out the other two participants. I'm wondering who it's going to be. I'm thinking maybe... I know Harper said he wasn't going to do it, but maybe he'll come back in and surprise everybody. But nevertheless, next week, All-Star Game. What are you excited about? Are you more excited for the Home Run Derby in the new format or the All-Star Game itself? I...
1: The Derby never really did a whole lot for me, to be perfectly honest. And especially this whole season has been a Derby. And I'll leave (laughs) my thoughts on that for another topic. Um, I I don't know. Home runs are boring. I'd rather see, you know, how many guys can hit a triple? Can we have a triples Derby? You know, guys putting it in like straight down the alley with some sort of weird ricochet, uh, getting points for that. Uh, That would be more interesting to me. Um, The Derby has never really been a big thing since I think the last home run derby that I actually cared about was Ken Griffey Jr. And that's cause I was like
0: eleven and I'd say, I, on, I like your idea of triples, but it's not like do. a it's not like a area where they hit it. It would have to be all those kids that they have trying to snag all the balls that don't make home runs. They're all out there anyway. <laughs> and they have to get throw it in one of they have to fight over the ball first, then throw it in, and if you can get the third without getting thrown out, that's your triple right there. <laughs>
1: How many <laughs> how many, you know, uh, I mean those kids out there look like they're between what, like 11 and 14 kind of deal.
0: Yeah, I guess. Somewhere yeah. in
1: that neck of the woods. Yeah. How many 12-year-old kids do you think it would take to relay the baseball from, you know, dead center field fence to the plate?
0: Uh I'm going to I'm going to say at least at least 10. And I'm counting the six that bump into each other, just trying to pick it up because it's like mites <laughs> on ice out there, like a little like three-year-old soccer. You see every kid like huddled around the ball. Cause that's, that's what it would be just to pick up the ball. And then you'd get that one throw and then you'd probably have two more kids fighting over the relay. And then finally it would get in. Yeah. I, I honestly, that's probably just the best part of it is just watching that. We'd forget that. We'd forget that somebody tripled also
1: true by the time it got done i mean the clock would be wound down completely by the time the ball was brought back in well uh, the,
0: the real problem so, would be with the way the ball is going right now in a triples contest nobody would be hipping, hitting triples they'd just be all going over the fence
1: well i mean if you can bunt for a double you can definitely you know slap bunt for a triple
0: there you go I like it. So I I like I like the uh, Home Run Derby format. I like what they've done with it. It's so much better than what it was. So it's it's very I think it's very enjoyable in the setup that it is right now. I do still enjoy the All-Star game and the way it's set up and I actually I like it more now with all the technology and everything we can do because like last year, I think it was I think it was I'm pretty sure it was last year George Springer was being interviewed with a mic on in center field and I think they did the same with Either Trout or Harper. It might have been Harper, actually. And I love those in-game interviews. I think that's really cool. As the game's going on, Springer's just standing in center field watching the game and kind of talking. And it's, it's a shame, obviously, we wouldn't be able to do that in a regular season game. But there's just something really cool to get that kind of behind-the-scenes look at it, that XFL, camera-in-the-huddle and camera-behind-the-play kind of feel uh, that the XFL failed for many reasons before, but you know it's that it's that kind of closer look that you normally don't get. That I kind of like seeing in the All Star game. That's why I like it so much.
1: As a guy who played uh, some center field uh, in his you know, heyday of his 15, 16-year-old rep ball. It just reminds me of how much talking to yourself you do in the outfield. You just mumble to yourself because you can go a whole game without seeing a baseball sometimes. So, You know, just chatting away with yourself, narrating the game, um, <laughs> calling pitches, um, all that kind of stuff. So it reminds me of that. It That's what the all-star game should be, just, you know, taking you back to being a kid and really kind of the, the purity of the sport if I can kind of put it that way um having fun you know things like watching uh, John Cruck uh come in put his batting helmet on backwards because he didn't want to face yes. Randy Johnson left-handed <laughs> uh, you know and everybody just getting as there was one year who is it somebody came out with a chair leg at one point because they just couldn't hit anything There was like a broomstick <laughs> or something along those lines uh, things like that like it's just a bunch of guys having a good time, not stressing about it. You know, putting in a good amount of effort, but you know, not over the top, not to hurt themselves because it is about the season. I'm glad we've moved away from the All Star Game counting for home field advantage. I was never in on that. I didn't think that that was the right way to uh, to press guys to to compete there. Um, you know, especially when you have some teams, it's like you're sending somebody just to send somebody. You, you probably don't have an all-star on your team, Baltimore. Um, but hey. <laughs> hey,
0: you, you got know. one. Now, I need to circle back here. So you, so what you're telling me, you're telling me in your heyday, you could have stood in center field with a blindfold on.
1: I don't guarantee that it would have caught anything. I could have ended up with an earlier concussion. But yeah,
0: I mean, I can stand <laughs> in center field blindfolded. Look at this chap. Look at this chap standing in center field. He's got a blindfold on. It's hit to him. It's going. Oh, it just walloped him in the head. It walloped him in the head. It looks like his first concussion. Is that how it would go? I'm pretty sure. That's- <laughs>
1: I'll just have to, I'll just have to, i have to dive to sell it.
0: Oh, oh, you dive. Is that a soccer joke right there? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, well. Well, I think we've made fun of soccer. I think we've made fun of maybe the Brits here a little too much. So let's finish up this show and uh, let you know where you can follow us. You can follow us on Twitter at Jimmy's Jargon and Hub's PhD. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're uh, looking to hopefully do another podcast next week. Where maybe we'll do one during the All-Star Game. We'll figure it out. But uh, nevertheless, if you follow us on and subscribe to us on iTunes, you'll never have to worry because it will just bloop, pop up on your phone and say, Hey, look. Those guys did it, they did it again. We just keep doing it. We keep putting shows out there. It's crazy.
1: I, Given that we're both family men, we have full-time jobs and small children. I don't know how we do it either, but here we are.
0: Small children that are right now being woken up by fireworks on July 3rd. Oh, America, why? Why do we have fireworks?
1: Because the rockets' red glare, the bombs bursting, and it's part of your anthem. You just have to do it. I, I,
0: see and i like your anthem better see and now you're you're just you're throwing my anthem back at me for this Uh, all right i think that's i think that has to signify the end of this podcast so thank you everyone for listening in we'll see you next week enjoy the home run derby enjoy the all-star game and hopefully you enjoy another episode of jargon and hubs take care everybody.